Hey there, it's Hedvig from Abundate. Do you ever feel like you're constantly battling against your multilingual brain at work? Maybe you struggle to find the right words in English, worry about your accent or your grammar, or you find yourself constantly overthinking your language use to avoid making a mistake. You're not alone. Did you know that this lack of confidence in your language skills can actually lower your working memory capacity? That means you might not be performing at your best if you're distracted by any language worries or uncertainty. But here's the thing, it's not your fault. We have been taught to approach language learning in a way that goes against the natural functioning of our multilingual brains. The good news is that there's a way to actually work with your brain instead of against it a way to develop effective communication strategies that go beyond just grammar and vocabulary, a way to gradually build your confidence and skills without dedicating hours every day, and most importantly, a way to bring your unique voice and personality to the conversation instead of kind of sounding like somebody else. Introducing the School of Certainty. Abundate's group coaching program designed specifically for professionals like you who use English as a foreign language at work. I understand your frustration because I've been there myself. And now I help professionals like you to confidently build and nurture relationships in English, bring out the best and most competent version of yourself and excel in your career. Don't let your language worries hold you back any longer. Join the School of Certainty and start your journey towards confident and effective communication. Visit abundate.org soc to get started. That's a-b-u-n-d-a-t-e dot o-r-g slash s-o-c. Learning a language is not what you think, but so much more. This is the Abundate Podcast, and I am your host, Hedvig Sandvu. If you can't tell, I have got a little bit of a cold. I'm still <laughs> recovering from it. Um, but I wanted to jump on and record a final episode for the year of 2022. Um, and really, it's going to be the final episode of season one of my podcast which I realize it's episode 20 it's a round number um it's definitely been a longer season than I had initially expected um what I thought might take me maybe half a year to release um really took me about 14 months um pretty much to the day actually. Today is the 16th of December and my first episode was the 18th of October 2021. So it's been a journey and um, I wanted to share, I wanted to do a little slightly different episode um, today because um, partly because I'm, I'm really trying to do a lot of things quite quickly because I'm catching up from having been literally out with my cold for a few days it's the last week of um work before I go off um for my uh 
Christmas holidays. And um, uh, so I'm first, I'm trying to do a lot of things in one day. Second, I published something on social media um, a few days ago, actually, that got a lot of positive response. And I think it makes sense for me to put this on uh, on um, my podcast as well because the topic of this post it's all about perfectionism and well it's not just about perfectionism though is it because I kind of start talking about perfectionism but really what I talk about is that often as language learners and also as language teachers we can focus in my opinion, a little too much on language. <laughs> and bear with me because the fact is that for most people, the thing that's more important than learning a language is it's often something else. It's not, okay, you don't want to learn a language because then you'll be able to speak this language, right? Okay, yes, that's the first level maybe. But why do you want to speak that language? And for most people, the answer is something like they want to be able to um, talk to this specific person that they know. It could be a friend or a partner or, or their partner's family or their. Uh, it could be a colleague or it could be um or it could be that they are living in a culture um with a language that they're not fluent in and they want to build that fluency and they want to feel confident and they want to feel included and they want to feel a sense of belonging and they want to feel they want to be successful and and um perhaps influential also within that culture they want to um be able to use it for work so they can um, uh, build uh, professional relationships and uh, build persuasive skills and really be able to communicate in that language at least as effectively as they can in their first language in their most comfortable language and the fact is that where if you just work on language skills, what we call language skills, right? So you can look at grammar and pronunciation and vocabulary, uh, reading, speaking, writing, listening, right? You can look at all of those things and you're still not necessarily getting the 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 bigger why. You're not necessarily reaching your bigger goal that's behind all of it. So without talking any more about this, I'm just going to jump into the 10 minute recording that I did um, the other day in the park. The audio is not fantastic, but I think it's good enough. And um, I hope you enjoy it. And I will rejoin back with a little summary at the end. You can call it perfectionism. You can call it self-judgment you can call it overloading your working memory but really 
what's happening when you're in a situation and you're expected to speak. Let's say you're expected to speak English and you're, you know most of the, the grammar rules of English. You know a lot of words, you know um, how to put them together, you are usually better at writing English uh, than at speaking it. You can read it quite well and understand most texts and things that you come across. So why do you still have this block around speaking? Around expressing yourself and actually getting what ideas and thoughts and questions you have in your head out to the people you're speaking with, right? So I had to learn this the hard way, but I've, I know because I've seen people, I've worked with people who've managed to kind of skip this part that I had to go through and just jump straight to the unblocking of that mental block. But first, let me tell you about my mental block. So my mental block was actually overcome by the fact that I felt like I had to learn so much more French and I had to really like know it perfectly before I felt confident enough to speak it, to just to speak and, and know that, okay, a lot of the time it, I might make a few mistakes, but really I had to be pretty damn sure that I was going to be correct most of the time before I actually started speaking French fluently and in a relaxed way and in a confident way where I literally focused on the speaking rather than on the language, right? Because at the point when I was getting caught up in thinking about the language, thinking about, oh, what is the correct form of the verb for this sentence? Um, oh, is it this word or is it that word? Or, or um, do I need to explain this in some other way? No, when I stopped thinking about that and I just started thinking about this person that I was speaking to or the people that I was speaking to and what did I want to say to them and what did I... Um, you know, want to ask them and, and that kind of thing. So there's that kind of transition from thinking, overthinking and overloading your working memory because your working memory has a limited capacity, right? You can only hold a certain number of ideas or, or kind of chunks in your mind, in your, in your attention span at any one time. So when your attention is focused both on, okay, there's a person in front of me, uh, maybe I'm having a conversation with them, what do they think about me, uh, how might they be judging me, but also thinking about, well, okay, so there's this thing I want to say, how do I say it, what are the words, what is the grammar, did I say that correctly, did I use the right tense, um, and when you're, you're basically completely uh, overwhelming your brain when you do that, right? So, what I had to learn was that all of that thinking, all of that extra energy, attention and focus that was going into thinking about all of those perfect little, so-called perfect, right? It was never perfect, was it? All of those little tweaks and things around the language really were not as important as 
thinking about the person or people I was speaking to, the people in front of me, thinking about what ideas they had and what ideas we were sharing with each other. And, you know, maybe I wanted to tell them a story about uh, something interesting. And having that kind of real human connection, that doesn't come from having perfect language. It really doesn't. I know that language plays a role and language is super important in, a, in one way. But the thing that I'm trying to stress here is that language is important, but the parts of language that we often focus on are not the important parts of language. Language is important in the sense that if I say something, maybe I used the wrong word or, or a word that was uh, incorrect or inappropriate for that context. I see how the people around me react and I, if I have the, the humility and vulnerability to say, oh, um, I'm sensing a, a, a reaction that that wasn't my intention, what do you, what do you think, right? So getting to the point where you can be really comfortable in your own language ability, but also in your own sense of, okay, my language ability isn't always going to be perfect, but here are the tools that I have. And those tools include listening, empathy, noticing the people around you so that you can understand from the feedback that you get from people around you, whether the point that you were trying to make came across and you can hear from the people that are um, speaking to you you can understand and you can you can help yourself to understand by asking clarifying questions and maybe trying to uh, paraphrase what it was that the person around you was saying for example right so there's all of these kind of soft skills can we find a new word for that have we already found a new word for that yet? But there are all of these kind of really human communication skills. And I would argue they are still language skills because they're about how you use language and how you um, interpret language. All of those things are what um, is actually the important part of language. And being able to self-correct and self-assess and and also being vulnerable, being um, really owning your own uh, self-expression, like owning the fact that you speak more than one language, owning the fact that you come from perhaps from a different culture and, and different um, uh, cul uh, a culture with a different set of values than the, the one that you're in right now, right? So it's about kind of really owning, standing within your own space and making space for the fact that you you'll make mistakes and no matter what people around you will make judgments will have thoughts will have their own ideas about what you're doing and what you're saying but really what is within your control is showing the different sides of yourself not as some kind of um perfect robot who's learned the English language perfectly most of us don't really want to get to that point right we don't want to be a robot we want to find a way to actually let all sides of you out so the side of you that 
has uh, this rich cultural background and uh, a childhood growing up in a in a different culture from the one you're in now and uh, language uh, elements like uh, you know there can be idioms or expressions in your first language and other languages you know that can enrich the experience for everyone involved so that is I, I have to go back now because I'm getting cold but I just wanted to share a little bit of this this mental block around perfectionism and around around like basically blocking yourself by getting too stuck in your own head too focused on the language when really the stuff that is going to empower you that's going to make you energized and excited and confident and feeling um feeling confident and I'll leave you with this note that confidence and I keep remind having to remind myself of this is that confidence is not about your relationship with success confidence is about your relationship with failure and it's that relationship as a language learner that is so important having a good relationship with failure so knowing that you can make a mistake you can say something wrong you can say the wrong thing and on the one hand maybe a lot of the time that's not a failure because you're still able to communicate with the person the, the other person's still able to understand you and you can still have a conversation the second thing is even if you do really fuck up right you can grow from that you can learn from it and you can celebrate it as an amazing learning opportunity so that was the end of my kind of 10 minute uh rant in the park <laughs> and um one thing that I feel like I should mention that I that I didn't actually get to uh, during that time is that since 2015 when I when I did actually finally manage to learn French and and be able to kind of fluently communicate in French um not perfectly but in some level of fluency um I have been able to kind of really much more confidently jump into speaking Spanish which I had learned a little bit before but I definitely managed to unblock myself and just be able to throw myself into any really any Spanish uh, speaking situation since then that I've fallen into um learning Italian learning um some Hungarian German uh Russian BSL and really now as an Italian learner and also learning Arabic I'll give an update on my Arabic learning later on as I'm going to be um testing my Arabic in January uh in 2023 but yeah my my Italian I'm just much more able to communicate I can use it for what I need it for without getting bogged down and really actually getting kind of anxious and perfectionist about some idea of what I think it has to be and just being able to let go of that perfectionism has helped me 
to unburden my working memory, so unburden my, my mind really, so that I can actually focus on what's actually important. And to you, what is actually important will be different. Every Everyone will have a slightly different um, focus point, right? A, a slightly different set of values or slightly different goal when it comes to why you're learning this language. But the fact is, I bet you your true value is not usually I want to have perfect grammar, right? The value that the value of speaking a language usually is related either to being able to perform well at your job, being able to communicate well with this person or this set of people um or it's about yeah being able to understand um and perhaps understanding cultural nuance it's not really about the language and once you're able to kind of let go of that perfectionist idea of it has the language has to be perfect before you get to connection like human connection and uh kind of like uh synchronizing of of brains or or you know persuasion techniques all of these kinds of slightly more nuanced and and some people would argue more advanced skills you don't have to make your language perfect before you get to those much I would argue much more interesting and much more rewarding skills so just to give you an example my focus shifted from thinking about the language thinking about the grammar and vocabulary and did I use the right words here and it shifted from that towards being able to connect with the people around me in their language, being able to notice when my words were or weren't coming through to the other person, and then being able to adjust accordingly and learn from that. It was about changing my relationship with failure and recognizing that this is where confidence comes from, right? So going back to this idea that confidence is about your relationship with failure it's not about your relationship with success so if you have a good relationship with failure if you know that you can fail and still and that that can be a learning opportunity and that that can be a positive thing I know it might sound mad but that's that's where I'm trying to get to right and and it is definitely a work in progress for me as for most people I think um but yeah really just giving yourself uh permission to have a positive relationship with failure um it was also about being able to use language creatively so that even if I didn't know the word I wanted to use I could find a workaround without losing fluency so I could um you know, just to give one example, which I think I'm stealing from, um, potentially from my friend Frida, um, uh, the uh, an animal that produces milk 
right? We know it's a cow. I don't have to know the word cow necessarily in order to say an an animal that produces milk. Okay, maybe it could have been a goat, right? But uh, most of us have some kind of image and we can we can guess we can uh, we can understand right and the final thing that was important to me um and that I think is really important in communication at all levels whether you are a native speaker of a language or you are just learning is being humble about asking for help or clarification if you don't understand something I think all of those things are truly really important life skills. I know I've talked about the magic of learning a language, the magic of language, the power of language, the beauty of language. But this is what it boils down to. It's these life skills that somehow magically come from language learning they don't necessarily you you can learn them in other ways but there is some indescribable link there you've been listening to the abundate podcast with me hedvig sandvu a language coach and founder of abundate where i offer language coaching services and a self-paced language learning toolkit program for ambitious people who want to improve their language skills without studying for hours every day podcast graphics were designed by sengflow designs and the theme music was created by poddington bear the rest was done by me hedvig sandvu thanks for listening and until next time Hey, before you go, here's a quick reminder for you who uses English as a foreign language at work. Go check out the School of Certainty, specifically designed for the international professional to help build brain-friendly communication skills. So you can stop overthinking, did I say that right? What's the right word here? Should I put an S on the end there? Visit abundate.org soc for more information.